a two, one, a three, one, a four. Inspiration, elevation, knocking right at your door. Aloha, aloha, my kako. Welcome to Mana Bombs Podcast, powered by Pomahina Designs. It's me, Kanoi Lani Davis. And me, Kulani Jaramayawang. Aloha, kako. Aloha. Today's daily Mana Bomb is fight bad moods like your life depends on it. It messes up your vibe to elevate. That's how they get you. The focus is energy, the engagement. How do you fight bad moods and what's the effects of mana sharing? <laughs> Mana sharing versus mana taking? Lord. Exactly. Let us jump straight to your commentary because, again, these things are very enlightening. So I'm going to just read it from what you had written. Now, mind you, Kako, this was written three days ago. Okay, so this this particular mana bomb was three days ago or three days prior to our recording. And it goes like this. A secret mana shifting tool is accepting truths at face value. If truth means people use, become spiteful, or show their true colors, don't get mad. Don't ponder. Pivot. I say it again. Pivot. Use that same energy you'd use to yell, scream, and feel frustrated and put it into something creative and productive that will align strongly to your next move. Think big picture. Now, this reminds me of you very much because I know how many a pair of earrings <laughs> that you have made when you're turning and pivoting. I know how many pieces of uh, weaponry. I watched you. I watched you paint. And by seeing the things that you've created, which are so beautiful, that come out of this angst and pissed off space, the releasing space, it just taught me how to not have to dwell in things. I have the choice to make sure that my energy remains with me. And no, you cannot have it. Mana shifting is real, Kako. And if you see things, like I've watched the reels, and I know you folks have as well on Pomahina Designs. And when she's showing you new jewelry, when she's showing you painting out of the blues, when you see things that she's shown, this is because she may have been in a space where she needed to not ponder, not get mad, but create. And I tell you, the most beautifulest things come out of there. And that just helps raise her vibe. It elevates her. And by watching her and observing and kiloing the things that she does, I'm able to do that for myself. So thank you, sis, for learning me how. <laughs> oh, mahalo for the observation. And yeah, I'm just thinking to myself, like, that's a lot. I mean, if you walk into my house, people already know. Like, they, they look and they're like, it's just overwhelming with stuff. It's like a museum touchable yeah touchable museum um, and not perfect definitely the shifting is important but you had said something really interesting earlier that kind of I think we could address or talk about so we yeah. talked about the effects of mana sharing and then you were like versus mana taking so okay I want to let's talk about that because I think yeah. that's a really interesting subject so we heard of so for all the people in Hawaii, you, we all heard of that word mana suckers, right? Uh, people who take your energy, people who just like consume you of your power, of your truths, of your energy. Uh, and that's what it is interpreted if you're not Hawaiian and you don't understand Hawaiian. But we don't understand that we share mana. Are we responsible for what we share? Not all the time. All the time. And that's the problem. 
So here's a difference. And there's a thin line between being in your truth and harming others or affecting others. You are still responsible. So for instance, you're having a bad day. You're able to manage it for yourself to not um, ponder so hard on it, but you were not able to change your mana vibes, right? Your, your vibrations. And so when you walk into a room, there is such thing as faking it. So you can have a smile on your face, but your vibe is throwing off like something is wrong and somebody will call you out on it. If they love you, if they're like, hey, what's, are you okay? Is everything all right? And then you'll probably get offended. Like, why? I'm smiling. I'm good. Well, maybe because something is affecting you. You're not wanting to admit it. Or, you know, you're just like, it doesn't phase you. But there are also those moments when you walk into the room without having to say anything. Mentally, you've got it under control. Vibrationally, you don't. And so your mood actually affects the whole entire room. And people feel it, especially if you're sensitive. They feel it. And they know it. And if you have good people around you, they'll figure out a way how to shift it because they know it's affecting them too. And they don't know why. So they're going to try their best to be like, that's not mine. That's yours. Let me help you shift it to help me shift it. So we all can shift it together. Yeah. Sharing that mana is also a way of taking mana unintentionally. So I want us to really think about that because you are, you're, you're basically infiltrating somebody else's mana because you can't get your mana unchecked. And just because your mind and how you're acting and your performance is showing otherwise, you cannot fake mana. You cannot. You're absolutely right and spot on. A lot of the times you have people who just want to just be in your space and take all your energy. Mm-hmm. And what I've learned uh, from listening to another podcast early on was it's actually the breakfast club. And I think they're out of New York city, but they asked, there's one guy, his name is Charlemagne. And he asked the question, he doesn't ask, how are you? His question is, Hey, how's your energy in a class that I was recently in? I don't know what happened. I walked in and it was kind of a calm class, but I had this sudden burst of energy. Like I was just like, Hey, how are you guys walking into that class? Or I guess what I wanted to ask was just, hey, how's your energy? You know, we had so many uh, different energy levels in that one classroom at one time because of what everyone is going through in their lives. And so we have to malama those who need a little more. Um, But you're right, sharing versus taking versus walking into a space and, and kind of having it just hit you in the face. They're all spaces that you have to be aware of yeah so yeah that is the truth i think because a lot of the times when people steal mana a lot of the times if you think about it they're unintentional because they're unaware yeah and it's not because they don't care most times they don't care but it's not always that they don't care they just don't know that they're doing it yeah you know um and that's part of this awareness like if I have really great examples, like as a parent or a partner to somebody, you know, fighting in front of your children is one thing. If, if A and B can fight with each other based off of A and B's issues, and if they can keep and box that mana, that fight or that whatever issue that they're dealing with within that space, 
and then walk out of that space. Not to say that they're avoiding, they're forgetting or anything, but then be able to talk to their children or their friends or their family who enter like with the respect and energy they deserve, not with the respect and energy that you just came out of. What that's called in the psychological world is considered, and then I'm not a prime. I'm thinking I'm not by any means an expert, but like that's projection. So I'm thinking that's what they mean by projection. So you may be having a bad day here, maybe having issues here with somebody, something or whatever. And then you walk into another role with friends, family, or just strangers. You have the ability to either be aware of your, your mana and control the vibe, not the word, not necessarily always the words or your facial expression, just control your vibe. Or you end up going into those spaces and projecting. And sometimes you can walk in with a smile on your face, faking it to make it. But then when you project and you get nuts with the other person for something that they didn't do or something very minor could trigger you to like lose it because of something that happened not in that other person's space, you know, that's not fair to that person, not fair to you even, and not even fair to the situation that could have been addressed appropriately and fixed. So it's just this long, drawn out process of hurt if we're unaware. Your bad mood is likely triggered by a few things, right? Like past memories, hurt, suffering, loss. Nobody wants to agree with you. You would be in a bad mood because somebody didn't like what you're doing and you didn't like that they didn't like what you're doing. It could be a control issue, but, or you're just having, like everybody's having fun and you're at home. So like, yeah, bad moods can be triggered anywhere, but you got to find ways in which to manage it, manage it. And you can stay in your truth, but you're not allowed to harm others. Yeah, I agree. You're not allowed to harm others. You yeah. know, there was one, um, one experience that I had with my husband, we were visiting my aunt who had these people who were uh, in Hawaii for a healing conference. There's a couple that were staying with my aunt in Laie. And my auntie had called down for my husband. She's like, hey, come visit. And she would always call, call us. And he always loved going because he loved having conversations with her. And when we go to the house, uh, she has a pahu that plays itself. <laughs> and um, there was a healer there who was an Aboriginal woman. And she was like, she gives lomi lomi. And she sees things as she's loaming you. And so as she's massaging, so she did me first. And as she's massaging, she's like, oh, she told, and I can't even remember what she said. So I just was like, okay. And then she's like, okay, your turn, son. She called my husband's son. And I was like, okay. So he gets on the table two minutes in. She, she's like, oh, I'm sorry. Yes. No, I won't. Let's him go. Walks away. Doesn't even tell him anything. And goes to begins to wash her hands at the at the um, hose, and he's like, "Oh, is it done?" And I was like, "Oh, I guess so." And she comes back and she goes, "I'm so sorry." And he goes, "Oh, that's okay. Like, what happened?" She goes, "I was massaging you. I saw this very huge tree, and there was a man under it in a red. Uh, what do you call those things that the men wear in old Hawaii?" And he's like, "Malo." She's like, "Yeah, red malo." He was very tall very big and he looked at me and deaf and told me get your hands off my grandson and she said and my hands started to burn 
Yeah. So already my husband's like, what? Like he didn't know anything. Um, and this is in the beginnings of us doing his mo'okuauhau. So he learned about his genealogy. Uh, we found out he comes from Keau Nui. And just, it was crazy. It was crazy to witness, be the witness. Because she was just like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. She just kept repeating the sorry. And he didn't get it. And I didn't get it until later on in the years when I realized, oh, she's trying to suck mana. It was a mana suck. And, you know, she got hurt for it. You know, our kupuna, they're looking out for us at all times. So, Oh, I love that. I mean, yeah. yeah, I love that our kupuna, our ancestors are always looking out for us. And yeah, like, see, that's the thing. Healers, takers can come in that form too. I hate to say that. Like, be very, very careful. This is that huna na meo huna, right? This is yes. the secrets in which people are very deceiving and manipulative. And a lot of, like I said, Sometimes it's very 1,000% intentional. Yeah. Um, and then sometimes it's not intentional. But because of their anal, because of their character, because yeah. of their um, their their issues, you know, that they haven't cleaned up or dealt with before they went to go malama somebody else or touch somebody else, it, it finds its way out. And it's going to evil, kind of. Yep. Think about well, it. Was- what was even crazier, and unbeknownst to me, it wasn't until later that he shared, but while I was on the table getting massaged, my auntie said, oh, boy, the girl loves candy. Go inside the house and go grab her something in the freezer. He stepped in the house, the drum went, and he looked around, and in all of the, in all of the pictures on the wall, he seen faces turned straight right back at him, and he's like, I'm just here for the candy. <laughs> my wife loves candy. That's all I'm coming for. Kalamai, he grabbed it. He's like, Holy Kalamai, I'm just here for the candy for my wife. Grab the candy, booked it right out. Never. And we never went back to that house after that. Never ever went back. And um, sadly, that Anake has passed on. But yeah, it made us think twice like, hmm, you know, what was the reason for the call and all those things? But it messed up his vibe a little bit because he was, you know, yeah. taken back. And then he learned about himself and he realized that. You know, our kupuna leave our generations with gifts. So that was his gift, his gift of sight. Yeah. So that was it. That's your thing. Like he learned about himself. That was his pono e, and that's what saved him. Yeah. That's what healed him, and that's what made him strong, and that's what made him understand, and that's what made him forgive easier, be more humble, be more patient. It's because he understood who he finally was. I, and then he was family able to, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but that's how he's able to malama others. Yes. Fully. Yes. Fully. And, and unconditionally. It's because yes. he knew who he was. Yeah. And, and he is the reason I am so blessed and in this state that I am now. He helped me to grow and helped me to learn. And he's, he still learns me how every day. All the time. <laughs> All the time. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, fight bad moves. Like, your life depends on it. And that was a great story. It messes up your vibes to elevate. It really does. So, don't let yeah. other people's yuck pass through you into another person. Yep. Don't give up about the yuck. Yeah. Don't give up about the yuck. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. It says, yeah. lastly, let me give you this one little nugget that you left everybody. Everything that comes around goes around. It's inevitable. That's philosophy, science, math, the universe, earth, life. Why I do the work? Because we want faster results. Patience is a beautiful gift. More happens over time than right away. Give yourself loving patience, acceptance, and shift. Hashtag power moves. <laughs> yeah. Patience is a beautiful gift. Ho'omanawanui. Mm-hmm. That is what my grandfather taught me. Ho'omanawanui. Gotta have that. Patience is a beautiful gift. Um, right. Stop rushing things, y'all. Let it all unfold as they have to. It's part of your journey. You're unfolding. There is life is giving patience to you to unfold your journey as yes. as as fast as you need it. But if you rush things, and if the universe was to rush things, you may find the end before you even get to the middle. And I don't know if we all want that. I don't want that. Put me in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> Let it happen. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much for that. Thank you for um, sharing that mo'olalo, that story. Um, that's a yeah. great example of how that was generational mana shifting in that sh- in that sense. And that was the unseen mana shift. And then we talked about the seen mana shift, the unintentional and the intentional. And, um, you know, in ways, and then the psychological, right? The projections. So, and, and, and the vibrational, which is... Um, that, that matrix between here and there. So, all right, folks, I hope you have a beautiful day. Fight the bad moods because you know what? You deserve to be in good moods all the time. You deserve good. Don't let anyone yes. take that away from you. Mm-hmm. And have a beautiful week. Signing off from the island of Molokai, it's me, Kanoi Lani Davis. Yes, remember, all good juju, no bad juju. Enjoy yourselves, Kago. Have a great week. It's your girl, Kulani Jeremiah Wong. Ahui ho. Aloha.